Welcome to the Green Living Chat brought to you by Equamed Solutions Ghana. I'm your host, David. In our quest for more sustainable ways to protect our environment, today we are joined by the founder and country representative of the Greenway International Foundation, Michael Olusanya, to discuss their tree planting project and their new bamboo paper straws. Where my Nigerian folks are, here we go. Hello, Michael. Um, thank you for joining us today on the Green Living Chats. Thank you. It's been a while, a long journey trying to get you on the show, and you're finally here. <laughs> thank you very much. All right. So I presume you are in Ghana right now, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. How is it I'm there after the elections? And uh, how is it? How is Ghana right now? Um, currently, everything is stable. And uh, of course, uh, a lot of people are really uh, hoping to have a very stable um, organ- uh, organizing uh, their events, mm-hmm. uh, having a stable um, time and also having a stable uh, economy. Yeah. And that is what is actually happening right now. Yeah. So we thank God for that. Yeah, actually, it was really good to get to know that the elections was peaceful. And well, yeah, we're just hoping that um, we can uh, move forward from next year. I mean, from next year, we have the government officially starting the second term. So let's let's hope for the best. And how about the COVID situation now? How is it? Well, um. I would say the COVID situation is already been managed from the mm. beginning. Yeah. And then, you know, um, the actual word I would say is that uh, prevention is better than cure. Definitely. So the government has uh, quickly reacted to the COVID um, arrest uh, at the mention of COVID-19. So when they mentioned COVID-19 for Ghana, the government has immediately uh, hacked, so which has really helped uh, in reducing the uh, effects yeah. on the citizens. And um, today, uh, we have a very limited cases. And of course, uh, it's almost as if there is no cases exactly. of COVID. Yeah, that's that's really, really amazing to hear. And so I believe that now it's, it's practically okay for you to start um, bounce back to your normal activities and everything, right? Yeah, um, yeah, we we are still bouncing. We are bouncing, of course. You know, there has been a very big turbulence for a lot of businesses and uh, a lot of uh, people that are employed. So yeah. uh, everyone is trying to recover. Mm-hmm. You know, we are just in a state of recovery. So yeah. we hope things uh, go smoothly mm-hmm. as we wish. Yeah, right. All right. So let's let's get into knowing you more and your company. So you know what. I, I came across your company um, early this year, I think around, no, January thereabout. So I was wondering, I mean, I look at your name and I know you are not originally from Ghana. So how has this transition been? What brought you into environment? How did you end up in Ghana? It, I know it's a very interesting story. Would you like to share this with us? How did you come by Greenway International and how did this journey start? Well, um, 
it's actually a very amazing uh, uh, journey, of course, I would say. Uh, when I came into Ghana, that was in 2016. I came into Ghana as uh, an immigrant while I was living in South Africa. Oh. So I was working there as a telecom engineer. Uh, I'm into telecom. That is what I was trained to, to become an engineer as a telecom engineer. So I came to Ghana to find a, a better place to live because um, during that time in South Africa, there were a lot of uh, xenophobic uh, attacks on Nigerians, on Ghanaians, and so many other African countries. The Babuans that live um, just next door, you know, there's also an attack on them. So when I realized that it's no more a safe place for people like me to live. So I thought uh, it wise to go back to West Africa where yeah. I actually uh, came from. Wow. So going back to West Africa, um, I have a couple of young brothers in Ghana who are also doing very well. These are known for uh, economic uh, developments. They are into real estates. These are uh, young people that are very well, well to do. They're doing great and wonderful things. And these are young people that uh, we grow up together. So, and I asked them, um, I have an option to go to Nigeria or to go to Ghana. So what do you guys think? And they're like, if you go to Nigeria, we don't live in Nigeria anymore. And you know, we have a very few friends now in Nigeria because uh, almost all our friends are either in Europe or in USA. Just very few of us are still in Africa now. So I'm like, okay, let me go to Ghana. Um, then I, I came to Ghana and then I started uh, working as a telecom engineer. Of course, I realized that uh, working as a telecom engineer is uh, actually profitable for me. And uh, of which uh, this is what I've done for, you know, for quite some time. But um, one day I, I met a friend who is into campaigning about uh, how we can help save the planet. And he was telling me that if uh, I can really look deep into how the issues are playing out, the way people are littering and, uh, you know, not caring about the planet. And not long ago, uh, we had a very big uh, flood in Ghana. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, I think that was about um, 20, 2016, I think, uh, then, uh, you know, it was a very uh, tragic uh, event. A lot of people died during that, that um, flood. Right. Yeah. It was a very big uh, loss for, for, for Ghana. And uh, I realized that what can we do better? How can we save, you know, people from dying from environmental hazard? Yeah. So then I, I come to know that uh, there is little we can do unless we kind of have a, a movement of uh, kind of uh, come together or partner with people who can actually make things happen. So we came together, uh, we are all working, uh, we have engineers, about uh, three of us are engineers. And uh, we also have um, a medical doctor. We're about uh, five. We came together. Then uh, we went to 
the registrar general, we decided, okay, we want to set up an organization whereby we can start um, creating impact. So along the line, uh, we realized that we couldn't do much because um, to create an impact, we also need money, we need finance. I come to understand one thing, that there is no way you can do so much when you don't have the support of the people or the government and the community that you're trying to work with. So we started uh, seeking partnership. We seek partnership with the government. We seek partnership with the uh, communities. We seek partnership with um, so many other people because we're just starting. It's very difficult for us to go and meet people and say, oh, we want to do this. Please give us money. Uh, we want to do that. Uh, you know, give us donations. And, you know, so no one will mind. Yeah, you, you know. <laughs> so we had to start using our own money because we are all working. So we put money together. We do um, have our programs. So first uh, program we had was in 2018. After two years, uh, we had our first program, which is in 2018. And uh, officially, our organization was formed. And uh, we went into beach cleanups. Uh, when we went into beach cleanup, we realized that the beach, we cannot clean beach. No matter how much effort we put into cleaning the beach, we cannot clean the beach. That is just the truth about beach cleanups. Uh, then uh, after so many uh, beach cleanups, we, we keep getting questions from the people that live in the coastal communities that we have been working with to clean the beach, but they, they keep asking us, okay, uh, when we clean this, uh, tomorrow we're still gonna have the same uh, problem. So how can we uh, help them to actually stop this problem? Or is there a solution? Because we've been talking to them about how they can reduce their plastic waste usage and so on. But to be honest with you, the people that live in the coastal communities, these people, are the most imp impacted people, but they don't even use plastic <laughs> as yes, those exactly. who are out there. So <laughs> the people who are actually flushing down the plastic to the coastal communities, they don't even know that some people are living in a coastal community. Who are being impacted that much. Exactly. So um, when you're talking to someone who live on a land side, a uh, dry land, and telling them about their environmental impact, how it's actually destroying some other places. They don't understand this because they don't live there. And it doesn't concern them because, you know, uh, they don't live there. So they don't even know how it feels like. So I think this is, the, this is the same thing we are seeing in climate change. People think that they don't feel the impact. So it's, it's nothing. Exactly. That's right. So people are actually feeling the impact of climate change. But um, I would say that they just couldn't, understand the impact they are feeling it but they don't know what the impact is on them after so many uh visitations um they they, they ask us that okay uh if we are not going to use plastics uh disposables then what options do you suggest that uh, we go for since you are uh, an environmental uh advocate group and an organization that you're looking at uh, reducing the plastic waste. 
So I think about this and I called a meeting with my team that, look, these people, they keep asking us, what is the solution? We need to provide them a solution because, <laughs> yes. you know, we can't keep coming here cleaning every day. And, you know, it's like cleaning the same thing every time. And it's never going to stop. So my team then realized that there is something that needs to be done. And that is what I'm going to show you now. Just give me a moment. I'm going to okay. show you something. So here I'm showing you this. This is a bamboo straw. And this is uh, plastic free and it's biodegradable. So this straws is now a solution to a plastic problem and is solving plastic problems, not just in Ghana, in Nigeria, in Togo and in Benin. This is, this is, is getting interesting because, <laughs> so if I heard you right, you came to Ghana, met a friend who advised you about environmental advocacy and you formed a team, started beach cleaning and all that. So what background did you use in, in all these things? Because, I mean, you can't just get up, gather some people, invest money, and then start, you know, uh, cleaning the beach and then all of a sudden come up with a, pro a product. What, what, what investment did you do? What training did you get through? How did you put your people together because you know normally um whilst we are trying to educate our, our listeners we want them to also pick up some pieces and learn from the experts and people who have gone through this line right someone might be thinking that hey i see a problem around me but what can i do to solve this i have people who can help me i have a team who can do this together but where do we even start right so how did you get there hey um asking how did you get there it's a very good question, <laughs> of course. Uh, you know, uh, when we have our listeners and we have our people uh, asking, how did we get here today? Where can we start from? What can we do? And how can we do it? So these are questions that keep uh, buzzing up from different kind of people. But um, in our own case, amongst us, when we uh, started our environmental advocacy, uh, we are not just uh, looking at advocacy as a way of um, trying to make so much noise about a problem, but also thinking about how this can create a solution and a solution that can help people to become prosperous, a solution that can become available to everybody, whereby the solution can become a real solution where it becomes so affordable. So... This is what we thought about before coming up uh, with a product. And uh, to come up with a product, uh, we thought about how can we do this? We have, we have among us, uh, for me, uh, when you look at me as a person, I have an uh, engineering background, but uh, that is um, engineering background. But I also, I have a degree in business administration and marketing management, which I also have. So when we talk about management, I understand what it, it means to uh, manage people. I understand uh, management of resources and management of uh, how we can make zero to become a project. When I say zero, I mean nothing. And that uh, we can create a project out of nothing. So this is, this is one of the things that uh, make me uh, a unique person 
And also, I have a very unique team and a unique set of people that are working with me. So initially, uh, before we started this uh, production of uh, bamboo straws, we have almost exhausted all our resources. And uh, some of our team members that we started with, some of them fell out. They fell out because they had to go back to their you know, normal work, which pays them everyday salary. Yeah, we are almost done uh, exhausting our resources because uh, we're doing uh, a lot of uh, research at a point whereby we're trying to see what product would be uh, best to help uh, reduce our ocean plastics. So we went on a research uh, in 2017. We did a lot of uh, consultation. We did uh, so many other meetings with uh, some companies in Tema. These are plastic manufacturing companies. And uh, we, we, we got a lot of information. Along the line, we signed a partnership with a production company, which is uh, called Night Group. They, they are into production of uh, biodegradable and eco-friendly products. They are here in Ghana. So we signed up. In Ghana? Uh, yeah, they are in Ghana, yes. So we signed a uh, contract with them, which is still valid. And uh, they've really been very supportive by uh, supporting us with our production. And uh, also, um, we also working with them to reduce the impact of uh, climate change. And uh, also we have uh, one of our members who is also working with them. So since uh, 2018, we started uh, production. So we actually started with about uh, 3,500 cities. Wow. So the 3,500 cities is an out-of-pocket money. It's not uh, a donation. It's not a grant or anything. So when we started, uh, we, we made a, a production of a very small uh, amount of uh, paper straws. As at yeah. then, there was no paper straws in Ghana. No mm -hmm. paper straws in Ghana in 2018. It was recently that we started seeing some paper straws that have been imported into Ghana. But since uh, 2018, there was no paper straws in Ghana. Uh, so we made about uh, 5,000 pieces of paper straws, which cost us about uh, 2,000 uh, 500 cities. It was not well packaged. It was not well, um, you know, arranged. Of course, uh, you know, we're just starting. We don't really have uh, first time so yes, much uh, yes. resources to, you know, put into such. You know, we're just starting. Of course, so uh, we we have the product. So then we thought about how can we get this product to the people that need the product. We realize that it it's becomes another challenge for us, which is very big challenge. The challenge is that we have to start looking for our buyers. You know, we need to determine who are, who is our buyer persona, who is who is going to be yeah. interested in this, so that we don't have to start um, going to the wrong people. So we did uh, another kind of uh, marketing research. We did our SWOT analysis and so 
many other things. Uh, we form a business plan and so on because we see this to become a, a kind of a social enterprise. So we, we currently have an organization that is for environmental protection, which is for uh, advocacy and uh, yes. environmental activities. And at the same time, we have a social enterprise that is helping to provide solutions for environmental problems. And the solution we are providing through the social enterprise is a biodegradable and eco-friendly products. So when we do the advocacy on the right side, then on the other side, we do provide solutions. So that is helping to balance the equation. We, we know that um, you, your team, did a good research in investigating this uh, before bringing out such a product. Uh, Single-use plastics is a very huge problem right now. And I know that, you know, straws has also been, you know, exaggeratedly used. And I mean, of course, you have good experience in cleaning the beach, and I'm sure that you were, you were seeing these. So that might probably be the reason why you chose the solution of a straw. Can you tell me about this product you have? I know that you have talked about it as biodegradable and everything, but tell us about this particular product of straw you have brought into the market, which is biodegradable and its advantages it has over the normal straw that we know and probably generalize it over the use of single-use plastics? Well, um, if I would say today, um, currently the plastic straws is really getting out of fashion. Extremely. This is to the reason that we are having so many people becoming aware of their environmental impact. Mm -hmm. And um, when you are aware of how you are helping to save the planet, you want to do more. And that is why we yes. are getting more people that are subscribing to purchasing our products and also using our bamboo straw. When we look at uh, a product like this, we are not just selling a product, uh, actually selling what people want to buy. We are looking at how we can tap into the behavioral patterns and the, creating a long-lasting behavioral change. So that is one mission. And the other mission is to reduce and, if possible, end the use of plastic straws quickly because it is not good for our oceans. We have a total nesting beaches in uh, Ghana, so many turtle nesting beaches. And one of them is the Regional Maritime uh, University Beach in Ghana. There are so many turtle nests in that place. And uh, you can imagine when we don't stop the plastic uh, pollution, which includes the plastic bags, the plastic straws, the plastic cups, and so many others, we will be creating a very uh, you know, dangerous uh, environment for those marine uh, animals to actually excel. And uh, they, can, they can go into extinction and it can really, uh, you know, impact the ocean ecosystem. Because when we don't uh, stop it, it's going to imbalance the 
ecosystem. And that is going to cause a lot of harm, the ocean itself, and the animals living in the ocean. So when we look at our products, um, it's helping to save the planet by using it. The moment you use the product, it helps you to reduce the waste we already have in the system. And when you throw this straw away, or you recycle them, or you, you put them properly in the trash, within, uh, within 10 to 15 days, it's completely biodegraded. So that way, you don't have to think about uh, your impact as being negative. So you know you're actually impacting the environment on the positive side. So if we are to uh, make uh, an analysis of how much uh, straws uh, we have put out there since 2018 uh, up to today, we have actually produced and uh, distributed up to a million 200 pieces of straws which means that we have reduced the plastic waste by 1 million over within two years. So this is quite uh, difficult for us on the beginning uh, side of the uh, impact. And, uh, you know, we have to go to so many hotels to get turned down so many times uh, because they are yeah, so I've used seen a couple to... of videos. Uh, they're so used to the plastic they buy at... Uh, very cheap price, uh, five cities and so on. So, and as I said then, our product was very expensive. Uh, I would say very expensive because uh, then, you know, people don't understand why they should switch from plastic to a more sustainable uh, product. They were thinking about it as, why should I buy a biodegradable paper straw for X amount when I can get my plastic at a very cheap price. So we need to educate the businesses that, look, you are not the one paying for the straws. It is your customers that are actually paying for the straws. So don't come and tell us that it is expensive. It is never expensive. And your customers never complain about the price. You set your price, the customers come, they buy, and they go. So you don't think that you're burdening them with a little amount that you're going to put on the pro on, on the service just to save the planet. But if you want to be thinking about your, your, uh, your profit, you think about your profit, but don't try to act like you're protecting the customers from buying your pro, your, your, your pro from patronizing <laughs> your business at a very affordable. Yeah. No, that is not true. So some of the businesses uh, would argue that, oh, that's not true. But some of the businesses quickly understand where we're driving at. Then uh, after so many times of, you know, it took me about eight months to actually get one, one business to decide that they're going to start using our product. I was just uh, surprised. One day I got a phone call and uh, they were like, um, do you have uh, uh, your product available? I said, yes, we do. Okay. Can you supply us uh, 2,000 straws? Yes. Wow. So I quickly rushed and... Uh, I sent it to them and um, <laughs> I was happy because that was the first time I would get such call. So, and that call came from EB Styles Hotel in Accra. We have talked to them. 
we have uh, left a uh, sample that we've even forgotten about them. <laughs> the same way we've talked to <laughs> Holiday in several times to also switch to sustainable product, eco-friendly, uh, biodegradable trust. But so many of them we've talked to. But, you know, Ibis comes to be the first. And uh, even till today, they are still buying from us. And they've been very instrumental in sustainability and in supporting Greenway International. You know, during then, uh, we, since we got, before our EBS uh, give us a call, they, initially they were having a manager who doesn't understand sustainability. So they got a new management and a new manager uh, who understand what sustainability actually means. So then when I got to Ibistar the day I went to deliver the products, I noticed some change in the settings, in the, the whole place. I was wondering what is going on here? Like this place look different. Then I was told that they have a new management, a new manager. Like now I see, <laughs> you know, sometimes yeah. <laughs> some things need to change for some things to, to happen. So, exactly. and I realized that, okay, we need to have a new uh, set of uh, people that understand uh, sustainability to be in a position of uh, policy making. Uh, they, they need to be in a position where changes can happen before the actual change can actually happen. But when we continue to have the same set of people that don't understand why we should save the planet, being in a position of power of authority is going to be very difficult for the change to actually exist. So when I'll take uh, the case of uh, Joe Biden and the uh, Trump administration as an example, look at the Paris Agreement. One says that I'm pulling out. The other says that I'm coming in. You know, so the one coming in saying, I want the Paris Agreement. The other one say, I don't want the Paris Agreement. You see, we have two set of people here. And these are people that can actually make change uh, making a change happen, we need to have the right people in the right places. I believe that this is going to be very encouraging for a lot of people who are planning to get into such businesses and also with very strong ideas on um, how to bring sustainable products into the, uh, into the environment. Michael is ready to supply you with this 100% sustainable biodegradable bamboo straws that you can use to drink anything that you want and it degrades totally and it protects the environment. All right, so I want to get your thoughts on this. What is the role of business in fighting, you know, climate change and, uh, you know, helping in circular economy and all that? Because I believe that if we have a couple of businesses in Ghana like you're doing, we can be able to solve these problems. Look at Sachet Water. Every day, the number of people who drink sachet water in Ghana and throw it away and annually we still face all these challenges in Ghana. So if someone is supposed to solve that problem, you are solving plastic straw problem. Someone is also solving plastic bags. I think that we can be able to solve all this flood issues and plastic pollution at our beach. Uh, um, for me, I would say from experience, that the role of a business and uh, every business in Ghana to fighting climate change and also reducing the impact and uh, uh, our pollution in the environment is very, very key. And that is the most important thing. You will agree with me that 
most of the businesses, uh, they are actually harder to make profit. That is the reason and the most important part of creating a business is to make profit. So when you're creating a business, you have it in mind that you want to make profit. But where we are today, the position where we are in the world today, so many business and so many other linear uh, economy are now becoming aware of their usual way of uh, business, that it is not the right way a business should be. A business should also be sustainable and become responsible. So we are now having a new set of businesses, uh, which include the whole kind of businesses that are now becoming sustainable. So if you see now, um, uh, now we have so many businesses that are now incorporating the sustainable development goal into their operational systems. When you look at them, initially, they don't have anything to do with SDG goal. But today, they are all now creating, so many of them are now creating sustainable development goal profile. So when you see a business that does not have a sustainable development goal profile, you know that this is not a responsible business. A responsible business is supposed to make profit and also support the planet and the people. So this is what a responsible business is supposed to do. And uh, so many businesses are now uh, thinking about adopting a sustainable development goal as part of their activities to make them a better business. So that's it for today's episode. Join us same time next week for part two of this conversation with Michael, where we did talk about the tree planting project and details of climate change and his thoughts on how we can help individually and as companies to help change this narrative. Share your thoughts with us on www.echoamidsolutions and visit our social media platforms and get in touch with us. We'd like to hear from you. So share this with a friend or a colleague and subscribe to this podcast. See you next time. Until then, live green.